We are about to get week three kick started. We've got plenty of stuff to get to. What teams are going to be able to turn it around from that 0-2 start? Does the fact that some teams are playing desperate this week affect their fantasy outlook? We're going to talk about all that and much more. Whether or not you can trust Ryan Fitzpatrick this week, plenty more to discuss. So let's get to it and let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott. Hey. And Tom. Hey, everybody. Week three. If you blinked, you would have missed the first two weeks of this NFL season. They're whizzing by. Yeah. I haven't blinked yet. Um, <laughs> I mentioned I mentioned this in the uh, in the cold open, so I wanted to get, get it off the top of my head to start the show. A lot of 0-2 teams this week. Um a lot of teams that are going to be playing like desperately for their first win. Does that to you guys? Does that affect the fantasy outlook at all? Like, do you th- do you think like, oh well, his team's two and zero. He's got to put it all on the field. Like, he's probably going to play better. No, I don't think so. I think they they just put it out all out on the field every week. I, you know, maybe in the game plan, there's a little more urgency and, and in practice and stuff. But I mean, week to week, these teams they they have to give it their all, or they're going to go out there and get hurt or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they're going to find out or they're going to realize that they're not a good team coming up shortly. Yeah. We say in the beginning of the year, it's like there's these crazy games and this has actually come true big time because right. no one knows they're bad yet. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets his memory erased week one every year and then he thinks he's amazing and then he becomes bad. Yeah. But right now, hopefully he stays amazing. Yeah. I actually didn't get him oh. when I put the claim in for oh, him. Man. And I did in a league that I have Breeze and Mahomes. So okay. it's like... Wh- like what do I, I? I'm trying to trade him. Is it? But a, I can't find a good trade. Is it partner. our dynasty league? No, it's oh, a different one. Say. No, I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have done that to you. That uh, they were going to be bad. Yeah. No. No. The Jets game shocked them, and then they came and played like crap against the Niners too. Almost came back. Though. I think they're going to be like. I think Stafford might turn it around and be like yeah. an awesome fantasy option because he's just going to live in that comeback. Mode. And then we got uh, the Texans and the Giants are playing each other this week, and that's basically like a you lose this game, you're not making the playoffs, or you're going to need a ton of help. And I think for the Texans, like that's a huge game for them because, like they were like that trendy pick to kind of come back and take the AFC South from the Jaguars early on. A lot of people yeah. like buying into Deshaun Watson's comeback. But I think it's a lot more of a win for the, like more of a must win for the Giants than it would be for the Texans. Yeah. But, you know, we care about the fantasy points, right? Of course. If <laughs> you gave me a quiz of everyone's uh, actual records, I'd do bad. And that's, and that's <laughs> actually, that's a testament to how locked into the fantasy landscape we yeah. are yeah. more than anything. Uh, so speaking of which, let's start to assess this fantasy landscape. We start as I have been directed to always start with now, the shut it downs of the week. Shut it down. Oh, I thought you were going to say with Scott because I actually. Oh, well, we're uh, starting with Scott. But for my sure. phone is open, like wow. ready. You yep. know? Yeah, the sure. ongoing subplot of is Tom ready to give his shut All it takes is one tweet for his phone <laughs> to be completely working against him. <laughs> yep. Scotty, we'll go with your uh, shutdown quarterback this week. And uh, speaking of that Giants and, and Houston game, I'm going to shut down to Sean Watson. Um, he's just looked really rusty so far to start the year. And uh, the Texans are starting to look like a bit of a disappointment. Um, other than Latavon Austin bomb too, the Giants pass defense has been actually pretty good. Kind yeah. of returning to that form that from two years ago, they really have. They've only allowed I think like that most 175 passing yards in the two games they've played. Obviously, it was only the Jags and the Cowboys, but those numbers are impressive. 
and I think they do a good. They'll they're going to be able to do, do a good job of containing Watson, and it'll be more of like a Miller game. But yeah, I'm not too excited for it's Watson. Miller time. It's Miller and time. Just because you know he's the kind of guy like a lot of people might have have picked him with a high draft pick. But if you can pick up like Ryan, they were living a high life. Yeah. If if excuse me, if you were picking, you know, if you could pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick, I would pick him up and start him over Watson. Yeah, I mean, I the window might have closed on Ryan Fitzpatrick, but there are definitely a lot of guys out there. We were just talking before we started recording. There's just a lot. It's another week of like totally solid, like bankable matchups this week. I will kind of go away from what you're saying, Scott, because I really do think Deshaun Watson is going to be fine in this game. The two games that the Giants defensive played, their offense could not score a point and really couldn't even cross midfield. So the teams that they were playing against were just running the ball, not just to salt away the clock, but also to rest their defense to get back out there for that offense to just kind of basically backpedal until, you know, garbage time of the Cowboys game and the Saquon run in the Jags game. So I, I do agree that it's a tougher matchup than people think, but I do think Deshaun Watson with the dual threat might be okay. Uh, we'll just have to kind of wait and see on that. I'd play him. Yeah. Well, Tom, who are you shutting down? Because this is a this is sacrilege. No. Yeah, I'm shutting down Philip Rivers. Obviously, we've been excuse me. <laughs> we've been I having, know. We've been having a great time with Phil. The best of times. It's the best of times. <laughs> but with Phil, there's also the worst of times. Oh yeah. And, and they is, come when he plays defenses like the one that this the Rams is have. Not a matchup that you're excited about. Yeah. To play the Rams. Uh, granted, you know they don't really have to travel very far. No, they're not traveling anywhere. <laughs> um, it could technically be a home game. It could technically be an away game. Uh, doesn't matter really for either of these teams. No. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see the ratio of the jersey breakdown here. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's, it's going to be all Rams. Oh, I yeah. Think. I mean, the Rams have been. There will be some Rivers jerseys out there. The Rams there will, have been of course. Lights yeah. out. The Rams have been lights out versus all sorts of positions. Basically, every single one up and down the board. And right. Phil is, you know, he's one of those guys who's a little bit of a maverick, tries to force the ball. This is not a great Phil matchup. In the league where I have Phil, I was like, oh, yeah, I just have Phil. You know, I don't have to worry about claims or anything yeah. this week. And then, you know, you kind of take a deeper look at it, and you're just like, gosh, there are guys out there that I'd rather play than Phil this week. And yeah, that's for just sure. really what it comes down to. So you didn't come into the season making this gigantic investment in Phillip Rivers. So it's yeah. just you still got him. Just you know, maybe stream someone else this week and, and uh, see what we can do. You're missing the best part of Rivers against the Rams. Last year, week 16, Phillip Rivers throws three interceptions against the Chiefs. Two of them were from Marcus Peters, <laughs> who's now on the Rams. So he can't figure out Marcus Peters to save his life. So... That's a big detriment against Keenan Allen, potentially, although they do love to move him into the slot. I'm also but, sure he's thrown plenty to Aqib Tlaib. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. He's, so, he's thrown plenty to you know, many guys. But um, I can make that my next One thing Google I will say, like. the Rams haven't really faced a really good offense yet. No. Oakland and the Cardinals, shell of an offense. <laughs> so I think that do they have an the Chargers have sure? a little bit more success. In the leagues that I have, Phil, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to roll him out and start him because I've always believed in him. But um, – he also has incredible matchups for like the next five weeks after this. Yeah, and I'm not a t I'm not rostering two quarterbacks, so you know I'm just rolling Phil this yeah. week. So so you're preparing for your lumps. It's kind of what it sounds like. I'm hoping he gets Phil me like week. a 15 spot. But there Phil are weeks is, where I'd roster two quarterbacks yeah. just to keep the right guy. Like right now, I'm still keeping Big Ben on the roster. Is anyone plum picking him? Uh, no. Well, Not that I know of. You know, he's away, but he's at he's at Tampa Bay, which is one of the worst defenses in the NFL, uh, especially fantasy-wise. So, like, I'm carrying him over again for one more week, but I will drop him. Oh, yeah, for sure. He'll be one of those, like, 
in the he'll I be one of those tight guys on the Phil teams. I have too. So yeah. it's like oh well, yeah, that's where it. I'll make the difference. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get the Phil uh, against Denver stats. The second game they played, he did not get an intercept. Uh, Keep Tlaib did not intercept Philip Rivers, and in the first game he. Did not as well. But oh. he also didn't have Marcus Peters on the other side. Yeah. So well, that's definitely going to be a factor. Who you got, Don? My plum pit. Oh, sorry. My shutdown quarterback <laughs> uh, is Joe Flacco. He's playing against Denver, who have a great pass rush already. Uh, they've really asserted themselves, given Derek Carr fits. Derek Carr was basically forced into take three steps and throw it to your first read offense, um, especially in the second half of that game. Uh, they The Broncos did a great job with Russell Wilson as well. And what Joe was Flacco, interesting about that, too, was like, Carr had an amazing completion percentage. Yeah. And they did basically nothing with it. Yeah. Basically the Eli Manning game against the Cowboys from last week as right. well. Um, Flacco, not as mobile as Russell Wilson, really not even as mobile as Derek Carr anymore. Um, this should be another week of proof that Lamar Jackson should be starting for Baltimore. It won't be for some frustrating reason. I think... $26 million. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, yeah. there's a few So reasons. there you go. There's only $26 but, million reasons. Um, but I, I, I just don't like the matchup. You know, Denver's defense has looked good despite losing to Lieb. So I, th- I just think it's it's a matchup that really on both sides of the ball, I want to get away from. And more of our picks throughout the rest of these yeah. segments are going to prove yeah, that. Yeah, I'll go next. I got, I'm got i shutting down Alex Collins. Yep. <laughs> and I'll go next after Scott. Okay. Um, you know, this is just a tough one. And like Don said, Denver's defense, especially their front seven, has been great so far this year. And... What's interesting about Alex Collins is he's not really getting the lead back carries like we expected yeah. and the workload like we expected. He's not even getting the goal line carries. He no. got one. He just got stuffed. Yeah, and Buck Which Allen already mean, has two good. goal line touchdowns. So it's like you're you're playing this coin flip kind of with them on the goal line. And you're not getting anything reception-wise typically from Alex Collins, maybe one here or there. The, Bron- the Broncos have only allowed 78 rushing yards per game through the first two games. So I think this is a, a week you got to sit, Collins. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm actually shutting down the other running back in this game, or another running back in this game, uh, Royce Freeman. Baltimore's rush defense has been very good despite the uh, the production that they led up to Joe Mixon before he left. He was kind of seesawing in and out of that game. Yeah. But even if it was just that, it would be enough for me to shut him down. But it's not just that. He's also now seemingly playing behind the guy who's third in the NFL in rushing yards and Philip Lindsay. So it's just a tough situation against a tough defense. Maybe Freeman gets the goal line carries and bails you out with a touchdown like he did last week, but that's not something I want to bank on, especially with a, a defensive battle that we're expecting in this game. Yeah. Uh, very similar to Alex Collins too, I think. He just he's going to lose too much. Yeah, they're in the same kind they're the same kind of role. Yeah. I'm going to do two in a row. Go for it. Um I'm going to shut down Michael Crabtree. Uh, I didn't know we were going to be shutting down all the Ravens, but this one makes (laughs) sense too. Uh, I'd like to say in defense of the Ravens, kind of, that even uh, John Brown, not so great. Willie Sneed actually has a chance this game because it's the middle of the field where Denver can be beat. And you can't bank on one of these Ravens lottery ticket tight ends in a fantasy lineup because you just don't know which one it's going to be. So I think if you had to play a deep shot, It'd be like Willie Sneed. I don't know what he's priced like. We could check, but it's probably um, it's probably even too rich for my blood in this matchup. But really, the problem is with Michael Crabtree. The cornerbacks on that team, obviously Chris Harris Jr., um, contributing highly to the stat. Yeah, they've only had one touchdown or let up one touchdown from a wide out receiver, like split wide. Yep. 
So that's going to affect John Brown unless he can get behind them. But, you know, we'll see if that's the case. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it is possible. He's quite fast. I agree with that. But uh, Willie Sneed or one of those tight ends will probably be the only path to scoring uh, aside from maybe kickouts to Buck Allen. Yeah. So really, there's a lot of things working against them in this offense. Don, did you get a price? I'm working on it right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how great the price would be. And then the other thing is that we've, uh, you guys have all given your running back, so I'll just go ahead and do mine. Willie Sneed, 5,400 on Fanduel. That's pretty good. Actually, yeah, it's great. Yeah, he might be a sneaky play. So actually, props to Willie Sneed's price. Yeah. on the Fanduel thing, I think he could actually get involved this week, as he was a guy that I was interested in. Uh, earlier, and he was in, involved week one too. Yeah, yeah, he's he's not a non-factor, so maybe this is his uh, coming out party. Absolutely. Running back that I'm going to shut down is Alfred Morris versus Matt Breida. It's not yes. really the matchup because they're playing the <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, uh, and the Kansas City Chiefs have really given it up. But Matt Breida last week, 138 yards. Um, he got out snapped by Alfred Morris, but he really outshined him. Oh yeah, and Again. I think it's really yeah. You're going to have to turn the keys over to uh, Breida one time or another, and this is a team that's going to get chunked up by the way that Brita plays. Right. It's not a team that uh, can't take a smash mouth running back. It's a team yeah. that can't take the shifty stuff, the out of the backfield, the yeah. you know, all, all we've seen good so at, far. They're good at stopping the run, but they're not good at stopping the running back at yeah. all. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Which is very interesting, but it's, you know, that kind of game script lends itself to Matt Brita having a huge game. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And um, never mind, because I'll get to it after that. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, Tom got us started with receivers, so why don't you go next with yours? Yeah, I feel sad even doing this one. I really can't believe I'm doing it, but I'm shutting down Larry, man. Larry! <laughs> it could blow up in it my face. It hasn't been but great. They're no. just, their offense is just so bad right yeah. now. It's so I got offered a bad. trade that last year I would have took like in a moment yeah. for Larry Fitzgerald, and I chickened out. I mean, I don't even want him. Yeah, I know. It's scary. And you think about who they're playing. They're playing Chicago, so like – Sammy Sleeves is just going to be throwing the ball away again, yeah. throwing little dump downs to David Johnson. Hope maybe, but you know this defense has just looked too good up front that they're just going to run through that line, and yeah. it's going to be another ugly one. Can for I the mention Cardinals. something about that? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Because the fit, like daily prices lock on Monday, like we've been mentioning, you know, try to give you some value for those. The Bears defense on Fanduel is even cheaper than the Seahawks defense. What? Yeah, yeah, forty three hundred. They are hundred dollars. So because that's a good one. Yeah, great I one. guess they just took it as you know the Aaron Rodgers being out and all that stuff that it contributed to their great defensive performance the prior week. Right. They did not price them as if they were going to blow up the Seahawks, and they sure did. So yeah. uh, I'll be playing that one. We live daily. reported that on Tuesday's <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah, that's a really good daily play. <laughs> that's a great daily play. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's not like the Seahawks are the top one either. No. Yeah. This, no. this is like middle to lower of the pack. Yeah. And I mean, you can get a lot of value elsewhere if you're going to go with the bears. D. Right. Um, my shutdown wide receiver. I feel like I always take the layup picks, but somebody has to. So, and I'm willing to, to die on that sword. Uh, it's Jarvis Landry. He's playing tonight. <laughs> he hasn't practiced all week with a knee injury. That's great. Radio and, Don. Thank you. Playing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, but he's just it's just not an appealing move. He's hurt. The Jets defense has been pretty good. He's going to be corralled to those underneath routes. If his knee isn't able to, to give him that juice that he needs to get around guys, then he's not going to be getting that great yak numbers that he's known for. Yep. So I'm just, I'm thrilled with, you know, Josh Gordon being traded and Jarvis Landry seemingly becoming the number one, two and three option for the Browns. But 
I just don't think this is the week where it really starts to pay, pay dividends. I think he's going to have some big games, but it's not going to be this week. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it'll be tough for him, and I think he could even have a big volume day that accumulates to nothing. You know, like a classic, like an Jarvis eight for thirty-three kind of, kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. a <clears throat> classic Jarvis kind of day. Yeah, and um, so I agree with you there. I kind of like Rashard Higgins if you're in into daily. Um, yeah, he's got to be super cheap, and uh, he'll be involved, especially if Jarvis banged up. Yeah, I mean, I like Callaway even too. I mean, he's like a darling this week. Yeah, right. but. For good reason. Yeah. He yeah, for a sure. Deep tud. Yeah. Uh, tight ends. I'll go again. I'm going with Gates. Uh, he burned me last week as my plum pick. No catches, no targets against the lowly Bills team. Uh, actually playing against a good Rams defense. I don't see it happening. He clearly just is not back into football shape yet. Um, he's just not. He's not the guy I'm trusting in dailies, and he's certainly not a guy I'm wasting a roster spot on right now. Agreed. Yeah. Scotty, you're up. Up to me? Yep. Jack Doyle. Yep. I just picked up Ebron in the league, so and I'm starting him this week, so this is great. Did you guys know that he plays 90% of the snaps so far <laughs> and has basically nothing to show for it, I'd say. That's he got wild. peppered in the, in the comeback mode against the Bengals, but also lost a huge fumble. And uh, Philly has only allowed six catches to the position all year. So if you're doing the math there, let's okay. say they'll probably get they might get like four or five catches at the position in total. Yep. And you're basically coin flipping each one between Ebron and Doyle. For that reason, like we've been saying, you don't want to play this coin flip game. Don't no. do it this week with Doyle. I'm I'm doing it anyway with Ebron, but it's it's a desperation play because I just I can't trust David and Joku right now. Well, yeah, um, you, you go for the touchdown with Ebron. Yeah. Like he seems like to have the better touchdown potential than Doyle. Clearly, yeah. Uh, Tom, you're uh, shut down tight end, please. I'm shutting down Tyler Eifert. Good. I know we've already talked about the lifetime know, the, achievement forever. award. Yeah, that it the the dream is dead, but the dream is always dead when you're a tight end facing the Panthers. Yes. And uh, the dream is securely dead with right. Tyler Eifert. I mean, this is just a blanket rule. Yeah. To not Luke Keekley. Yeah, Luke your boy, Keekley, the boy. And uh, I mean, he's one of the best coverage linebackers. In, Ever. I almost said the MLB for some reason. Oh, I was thinking middle linebacker. Yeah. Uh, he's a gr- he's one of the greatest <laughs> in the MLB. In the MLB class. class yeah. <laughs> in the league. We got that. We got that ready. Yeah, so that MLB class is strong with him. And, uh, you know, just coverage-wise, he gets it done more than any linebacker that I can remember in recent history. And it really shows up on the fantasy stat sheet. Uh, not showing up on the snap count sheet is Tyler Eifert. They've managed it. They only want to use him in glorious situations, which is just something that is not going to be allowed by that Panther defense. No, not yeah, at all. Yeah, he's looking like just a decoy this year, really. Yeah, for sure. All righty, let's move on now to the positive side of things. It's time for the plum picks. I can feel it down in my plums. All righty, uh, we stick with quarterback and Scott. You're coming out of the gates hot with this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared of Carson Wentz at all. Not at all. They um, wouldn't be playing him. There's no. no way this team would be playing him if he wasn't medically cleared. Full go. 100%. I'm expecting scrambles. Throws on the run. Heavy usage of Aguilar and Ertz. Back like the old days. They play against Indy. And he is just going to roll. Can I, can I share an idea real quick? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Uh, my pump. No, <laughs> I think Carson Wentz was cleared for contact before the season started, and they still just wanted to give him two weeks to to really be ready to go. Well, I mean, that's not an unpopular I, I don't know. I just, theory. It's just like, like I mean, immediately why, after they lost, you to have the, the Super Bucks, Bowl MVP. Why risk it? Yeah, exactly. 
So I just feel like as soon as they lost to the Bucks, it seemed like an hour later, Carson Wentz is expected to be cleared for contact. Well, well, yeah, that. This, that was kind of like the timetable for it, though, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Like, he was going to miss the first couple of weeks, and then once he got cleared for contact in this season, it was just going to be he's the starter, and that's how it is. Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't know. Something didn't seem like right they were just in no rush to, to yeah. bring him back yeah. because they had foals yeah and I, and I do like the matchup i mean indy there's no fear and yeah washington kind of they did okay against washington in the first yeah. half but this is you know this is a different beast than weirdly right. it's, it's also washington actually an team. improvement for luck yeah because now the the possibility i would assume goes up for the eagles to score more points which drives the colts to have to score more points yep. if they would like to win the football game that's yeah. how you're gonna do it which yeah. sources are indicating that they do want to win the game yeah so. Did anyone plum yeah. pick ty hilton uh no but I, I feel like he's he's a guy who you're gonna start no matter yeah, what but with i think he's in. a great daily play this week okay. i have him in my daily yeah, we the, always wind up with the same daily lineup yes. these days but um yeah because a lot of receivers that are at least gonna have like okay coverage on them yeah and ty is just escape coverage like kind he's of outside the top 15 receivers in terms of price daily price yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. wild he and, and you know you think about the teams that they've played uh you know they just got cooked by mike evans they got burned by julio week one so number yeah. one receivers there's there's no real shutdown no corner on this team so you can play the yeah. number one the number one receiver you have against the right. Eagles, and I think Ty is a great player. My right. daily wide receivers in this lineup are our plum picks, and I there you go, perfect. Before I ever even <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Tom, let's go with your plum pick quarterback first, though. My plum pick quarterback, and I almost just went into it before, but it would have been the third thing in a row and out of segment because we were on the shut it down. <laughs> yes, was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, Jimmy G. I like uh, that. One. It hasn't been great so far. No. But, I mean, this is the matchup that you wait for. Obviously, he had to go against the Vikings. I mean, you're Tough. not going to world beat versus the Vikings, yeah. right? If the law of averages is to be believed, the San Francisco defense is about to let up five passing touchdowns to Mahomes. So, therefore, <laughs> Jimmy G's got to be throwing the whole game. Well, what I have to say about this is also that, you know, I've kind of been down on Jimmy G, but yep. this is like... If he's been dropped, which I've seen now, yeah, me for sure, all over the place, um, deservedly I mean, this is so. A great stream and speculative ad, yes, right? for sure. Especially if I know that Scott was talking about you don't want to have two quarterbacks, and I agree. But if you only have one tight end, then I think we can both agree that you know you this have is, a little wiggle room. You have there. a little wiggle room. It's usually one or the other, and I think we operate yeah. similarly. Yeah. But um, this is the kind of thing where you want to stash this guy and see what you've got maybe in the next week, right? Because. This is the kind of game that's going to build that confidence. Yes. I mean, this is the matchup right now. The Kansas yep. City Chiefs are just, they're it's letting almost a, it up. It's a one guaranteed thing, shootout, it One seems. thing I like to bring up about Jimmy G, too, is that like he kind of plays to the game script. So like the 49ers seem like they're always in the game with Jimmy G, whether it's a kind of low-scoring game with a lot of running or a really high-scoring game with a lot of throwing. This game seems like there's going to be a lot of throwing. He keeps his team in it, you know? Like, he yeah. just has that that will about him, it seems like. So, in these types and of matchups, he's then, a great player. Right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And they're absolutely going to get scored on, which yeah. is part of it, right? Because now you've got Kareem Hunt going against the San Francisco 49ers, which could have easily been a plum pick on oh, yeah. our side. Yeah. Yeah, I can jump sure. to tight end too, uh, just to throw my yeah. Go out for it, there, Scott. Might as well. Around. I'm going with George Kittle. 
Yeah. Um, in my daily. And I also would have picked him if you hadn't already. Yeah, right. this is just like, this is exactly what the doctor ordered for Kittle. to just have a monster bounce back for the reasons we said, but also combined with the fact that Marquise Goodwin is banged up. Dante Pettis is banged up. Garcon really hasn't been used as this, like, we're going to just pepper him with targets. And he's going to be our number one. They're begging for someone to step in and soak up targets if these guys are going to be in, in trouble. In well, hurt. also just the red zone aspect of it yeah. because Garcon even though he's had a storied career has never been a prolific red zone threat. ever no and that means that someone's gonna have to do it especially if we expect this to be high scoring right and that's why I love that guy as well there, yeah Scotty yeah, Kittle still $5,800 on FanDuel that's the tight end you want on your roster because it lets you spend up on run, on wide receiver and running back uh, I'm gonna go to my quarterback really quickly I mean we love this guy right it's Blake Bortles he, they're playing against Tennessee. Tennessee beat uh, te- Blake Bortles. Tom showed me that Blake Bortles is in his Fanduel lineup. Uh, the Bortles auto stack is is like money. We'll get to that in a Spoilers. second. Um, <laughs> we're get, so I just feel like the Tennessee beat the Jags twice last year, and the Jags remember that. Like they were even like they made sure to bring it up in the production meetings with the TV crew. For their last game against New England, this is so they're playing a, a rematch of the AFC Championship game, which the Jags arguably should have won and been in the Super Bowl playing, and they're still thinking about the fact that they got swept by the Titans. We're not sure what's going on with Mariota. He did split rep, first team reps with Blaine Gabbert this week, but like even if he comes back, he's hobbled. Yeah. He can't grip the ball correctly, and they're not sure that that's going to be a thing that he's able to I do see, for I a see couple this weeks. I as a Mariota grinder where he's like yeah. hurt and he just battles through it but for the team. But you get that defense out against a hurt Marcus Mariota or Blaine Gabbert, who, by the way, drafted, was drafted by the Jags in an awful move. Like you're, I'm, you're, I'm thinking like short field. I'm thinking like could be another three touchdown game. Maybe not the yardage he got against the Patriots, but I really do think we still have some really bankable production from Blake Bortles coming again this week. And this used to be a Thursday night snoozer. Yes, yes. And used in to color, it could have been now in color rush unis. Yeah, they had to bust yeah. out those ugly ones. Just they to made keep uh, your eyes the open. dehydrated P uniform of the Jags. <laughs> they made color rush. Uh, they made color rush optional for teams this year. So far, the Browns are the only ones that are doing it. Huh. That's interesting. That's pretty lame. Yeah, it's but, awful. Um, what's interesting about Blake Bortles is that he's actually been really, really good at home yeah. over the past like year and a half or so. So he's a great play when you're at home. And if Leonard Fournette is hurt, they throw the ball a lot more than when he's not. So if he's still banged up and maybe he plays but in a limited fashion, they will throw the ball a lot more. And that's why right. I like my plum pick wide receiver as Tom just spoiled before, Keelan Cole. You're sick of hearing about Keelan Cole on the podcast here? Too damn bad. Get used to it. This guy's awesome. Aside from the incredible catch, he spent the day completely wide open against the Pats. Eight targets, seven catches, 116 yards, and a tud. Yeah. Established himself as a no-doubt number one. And this is the dream matchup. This is the Titans. They've just been getting burned by everyone, especially speedsters just like him. Kenny Will Fuller. Kenny and Will Fuller yep. as examples. This is a great play. I think this is the game where people finally take Keelan Cole 100% seriously as a legit number one wide receiver. Good. I think that's going to be – I think that's a great call. I mean – I'm glad that you brought the stills thing up because that was all I was thinking. About. I was like, man, Kenny stills really burn these guys. And I see Cole it cut and from Will, that same mold. Will Fuller's like that too. They're like yeah. these, these guys who are known for their speed but can run routes right, have good hands and all that stuff. I'm looking yeah. for a stat. 
Okay. Okay. Cool. On, on Keelan or? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Keelan Cole has averaged 99.3 yards per game over the last six games, emerging as the wow. number one wide out, you know, and right. uh, the Titans rank 31st to yards allowed. So, I mean, it's a So dream that's bankable matchup. even yeah. if he doesn't get the touchdown that we yeah, are probably Bortles, assuming he's going to get. And you've got Bortles coming off of his own A career high. day. Yeah. 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 And peppering him in the process. Yeah. yeah for so, sure. So, all right. We're going to stay with receiver. We'll go back to running back once uh, this one is over. So, yeah, I'll go I'm to mine. all over the place. My so bad. I'll go to mine uh, because it's actually in the same vein of... Uh, well, of no one even what? started running back. So, don't, don't give Scotty the guilt trip. I'm not giving him the guilt he's, trip. I'm just saying that beside himself since, over there. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm going to Mari Cooper. I'd said last week he was my shut. He was I was shutting him down until he proved me wrong. Well, guess what? Last week he went out there and proved me wrong. So I'm in. This is a great. This is a great spot for him. Number one receivers have done well against Miami. Corey Davis saw a monster 13 targets for. He ended up with six catches, playing with hurt Marcus Mariota and Blaine Gabbert in that marathon of a game, oh. and uh, and. You know, Quincy Nunwa and Terrell Pryor still got theirs against Miami despite the loss and despite Sam Darnold not looking so superhuman uh, last week. So I think Amari Cooper is in a fine matchup. I think he's going to be able to get a lot done, crossing the middle, across the slot, going deep, all that stuff. They seem to have maybe figured something out with him last week, and I think that continues with Miami this yeah, week. Yeah, his usage was awesome yeah. last week. That's, he was it's 10 what 10. you wanted. Yeah, exactly. I think Miami could win this game. Oh yeah, they could easily beat win this game and be three and zero. They're at home. Um, Raiders going cross country then. Exactly. There's a lot working against them. Yep. Yeah, and the and the Raiders suck. That was so. a huge one in my yeah. in my list of things against them. <laughs> uh, Tom, you got some work cut out for you because I feel like this one's like I'm a really layup. Going but out on go a for it here. with your plum pick wide receiver. Okay, so my plum pick wide receiver, and you know just. This is going to blow your socks I don't off. think anyone's yeah. heard of him. I so. hope you're sitting down. Say his name nice and clear. It's Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> have you heard of the guy? I, I don't feel like I've ever seen any highlights of him. You have to explain how this could be reasonable for anyone who knows <laughs> fantasy to say, oh, yeah, that's a good plum pick. <laughs> All right. Well, I know you're not going to sit him, right? But he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Do. Which he, I am a big believer in. I don't want to say he's due. But he's due. <laughs> and, I mean, this is a matchup where you can really exploit it. And I'm talking about daily fantasy football. He's priced as the same as Stephon Diggs, yep. below Hopkins, below A.J. Green, below Julio Jones, below Michael Thomas. And if I was looking at a contest that included he's Sunday below Night Antonio football Brown too. and Monday Night Football, he'd be below Mike Evans. He'd be below He's not Antonio below Mike Brown. Evans, actually. What? Yeah, Mike Evans is at 8,000. 8, Odell's at 8,300. Michael Thomas is the most expensive yeah, wide receiver in Fandle this week. Play Mike He's on Evans, pace for then. 224 catches. Well, there you go. <laughs> play Mike <laughs> Evans then. But the thing is, in, in these major contests, um, they're not going to let you play Mike Evans or Antonio Brown. It's usually the, uh, the, the early The games. ones and the fours on yeah, Sunday, right. yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's where your bread gets buttered. And I think uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is going to go out there and butter his bread. They For need sure. to do this. They need to get those slants going across the middle. Their line is beat to crap. There's yep. no awful way. Again. There's no way that he doesn't see over 10 targets, which he already has not once this year. Yeah. And they need to learn their lesson on that. They need to get him way involved. They need to get him involved in the red zone. Um, it's not even the fact that, you know, they used to be like, oh, they need to, they need to get Brandon Marshall. They need to get this guy. Odell Beckham Jr. Can't be their best red zone option. Literally. Why not? Yeah. Exactly, and I think it's an Eli streamable matchup. Yeah, um, he's he's 
who I went with instead of Ryan Fitzpatrick right, yeah. in, in my no man's QB league. Right. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, the rest of the team's a squad, so yeah. we'll be all right. But I think um, you get Odell Beckham Jr. out there at all costs. Yeah. Is that the Dynasty League again? It is a Dynasty yeah. League. I have Lamar Jackson. So Tom and I are wings. playing in our, each other in our Dynasty League for the second time in three weeks this week. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but it's I wonder just how many so times fun. we're gonna like that's gonna happen. Yeah, I, like, I is it I gonna be every odd numbered week? I'm playing. Tom? I think it's like divisions. Yeah, yeah, it's just like instead of it, we should probably know this. Well, it's instead <laughs> of it repeating at the end, it just repeats yeah. it in, in the beginning. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, all right. Either way. Um, Everybody's got the receivers. Scott, you gave your tight end. I'll go with mine. Uh, Kyle Rudolph against Buffalo. He's a TD or bust guy. I think this is a big week for him scoring a touchdown. Um, and, yeah, I just I just Quietly like it's, had it's eight time. targets and went seven for 75 last if week. If you don't like the Odell Beckham Jr. pick, let's just call it Willie Sneed. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, we like throwing other names in there. But, uh, yeah, Rudolph um, – one thing that scares me about Rudolph is you're right. It's either I think it's either going to be like he does score or they get up big early and he is just done. Yeah, yeah. Is it a Latavius Murray week? You think? Uh, Dalvin well, Cook's Dalvin got Cook, a calf injury. I think it yeah, was. Yeah, he really may not play. Yeah. Um, wow. So, really? Yeah. It's if he's out there, it's definitely worth dropping a kicker for and waiting till Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, definitely. That's a huge move that you got to be keen to do yeah because that's just it, it could be a, an eventual league winner right i mean yeah. he could be even just for this week he's like on the path to an rb1 if if uh yeah. cook misses yeah, I mean, a week yeah my whole uh fanduel lineup that i'm bragging about will be completely derailed if cook isn't playing because <laughs> i'll play latavius murray for yeah, sure absolutely. And, be way and that just changes yeah. everything uh scott uh sorry tom you're the only one who hasn't given their tight end. And then we're just going to save running backs well, for last. My tight end is Jesse James. Yeah. Um, in full point PPR, he's actually the second best tight end in fantasy right now. So yeah. pretty uh, achievable. Good enough. Yeah, yeah I think that's I just pretty good. literally picked him up this morning. So it, he's free. Yep. He's completely startable. He's going against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we've already mentioned is just a really, really great matchup. Yep. And if Fitzpatrick keeps playing the way he's playing, which right now we're all kind of airing on the side of it, the whole fantasy football community is kind of begrudgingly giving into it. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> if this is going to be a track meet, if this is going to be a shootout, then they're going to throw the ball. And Jesse James has been getting the peppering. The peppering, yeah. yeah. Vince McDonald, uh, nowhere to great be found. Uh, Jesse James, just a great goal line option. And it seems like almost every game they did. You see that they almost took a touchdown away from him again. Yes, I did. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was, that was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> um, that would have been so brutal. That was spellbinding. Yeah, but uh, they can't take it away from him this year. No. So that's why you got to play him this week. Yes, absolutely. He's twelfth uh, in the league in receiving yards, by the way. So yeah, he had a, a monster. Week so that's week. like if you can get yards like as a bankable asset as a tight end, like. That's what means the most because everybody else is pretty as much well as tight end or bust. I mean, this yeah. guy's doing it all right yeah. now. All right, um, running backs now. Uh, I'm going with Lamar Miller. Um, the Giants' defense is pretty susceptible to the ground game, as Scott mentioned. Um, they let it up to TJ Yeldon, who I think has a very similar skill set to Lamar Miller. So to I think Zeke. that this – Yeah, and Lamar Miller hasn't scored yet this year. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I will buy into the, to the guys are due – situation like it's not he's not going to go 16 games without he scoring scored? He, i don't think so you know that's why i, I was kind of down on watson i think it's just going to be a big miller week where, where right. they're going to be able to run the ball that's like it seems like that's, that's how the giants want to play but they have a bad run defense so it kind of works in their favor because right. it helps their offense kind of 
slow it down and kind of stay in the yeah. game. <laughs> yep. But much. Uh, yeah, so I like Miller too. I mean, he can he can get loose. Yep. All right, Scott, we'll go to you then for running backs. I'm going with one of my boys, Sony Michelle. I think Here this we go. is time, guys. I really do. He he was just he was the early down guy throughout basically the entire game last week, and it was just against Jacksonville, so he couldn't hit that home run. And you saw Matt Breida just slicing through that Lions defense like butter last week. I think that's going to be Sony Michelle. He's going to get increased touches from last week. That's been the reports. That's what everybody's saying, so I'm buying in on it too. Thinking if he sees 15 touches or so against this team, he has a chance to really pop one off. And I think he's a great play this week, especially in DFS. You're never going to get him cheaper again. I don't want to agree with you because I have to start. Um, I have to start uh, White Burkhead this week. You don't have to do anything. I, I don't. <laughs> like it's either him or Royce Freeman, and I just shut him down. So I got to stay true to the brand here. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's starting to look like if Sony Michelle is able to to show himself and to number one, just hold on to the football. Yes. If he's able to do that, the sky is the limit because the Patriots' schedule is about to soften. They're about to go into don't count. Like, why would you ever count out Belichick and Brady? Deion Lewis 2.0 is coming this week. Hopefully without the injuries. Well, I mean, I hope so for your sake. (laughs) Uh, Tom, your plum pick running back, please. My plum pick running back is Jordan Howard versus the awful Arizona Cardinals. The worst team in football. Maybe. Great introduction. I I mean, if they uh, do they play the Bills, that would be some horrible television. Uh, yeah, I'll look up the schedule, uh, but I honestly barely want to find out. It's going to be – I wouldn't believe you if you told me that the Bears won't have a positive game script in right. this game. Right, yeah. And that's Jordan Howard to a T. Um, Tariq Cohen is removed from the questionable tag, but he's yeah. not 100%. You, said, you asked if they were home? No, no he no, asked if they if played they play the, the Cardinals. Bills. Or they play oh, the Bills. Play the card. Mercifully, they don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thank God for that this uh, every day this season because that will be the worst game of all time. Yeah. Um, but because of that, we know that you can pick against these teams in all sorts of ways each and every week, and you'll never have to deal with them playing each other. So you can right. just pick the opponent uh, and whoever's available. Yeah. And uh, Jordan Howard's not readily available, but you should make him so. In your dailies. In your dailies. Yeah. In your lineup. Like, wherever you have him, you have to play him. This is a monster game coming for Jordan Howard. The Arizona Cardinals have also been bad against the yeah. run, but it's probably because they've had no need to be passed on, and they yeah. have Patrick Peterson. I mean, they just right. they just let up three touchdowns to Todd Gurley last week. Yeah. Like, that should be enough. They let up maybe the final career day of Adrian Peterson's career in week one as well. So, like, it's not, it, it's not difficult arithmetic here like no you, like Jordan ugly. Howard is going to get you at least 15 points this week regardless of format hell yeah all right <laughs> so with that we will start our rundown of the slate Jets Browns Thursday night if you look Yuck. at this game it's cool I don't know it, it's, it's a good game this game is much more intriguing today two of the best than it was <laughs> like two months ago you know so two of the yeah. more intriguing teams the Browns are like favored by betting like the Browns are actually good this year. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm really. I was buying trying in to them. defend them the last episode. Yeah, and I I'm agreeing with you. Like they're they're good. I think that they'll they'll handle the Jets. It'll be an ugly game, but the Browns will pull away. Yeah, that I think defense, the, man. The only I think the only guys that I would play in the game in total would be like Inunua and Jarvis Landry. Yeah, I wouldn't sense. even. I I'm not too excited for Hyde because he's been so touchdown or bust that 
It's yeah. a, I think it's a, a tough week for him this week. Agreed. He's I a tutty so monster, that's yep. all. I know. He is a tut man, for sure. Uh, <laughs> Saints-Falcons. Roll them out, right? I yeah, mean, Alvin great... Kamara is going to catch 13 balls for 160 yards. And Tevin Coleman might actually do the same. Absolutely. Yeah, just throw them all out there. Yeah. Like, If you need a receiver, pick up Ted Ginn and start him. I think he's yeah. a good start this week. Calvin Ridley, I think, is interesting. If he continues to get the target share, maybe not well, this Julio week. Well, Julio Jones gets you know the Marshawn Lattimore treatment. So right. it is a pretty interesting Calvin Ridley week. Yeah. And this could be the Sanu touchdown week for all the prop bet pool entries. Yeah. There we oh, go. The, the passing oh, touchdown? Oh, wait. I guess the passing touchdown was, was Kevin actually, Byard. Yeah. Did we say that yet? No. That Kevin Byard threw a touchdown? Well, that that was the answer. I mean, I no mean, one, it is the answer, yeah. And guess what? Nobody got it. I wrote it. Wow. <laughs> wow. How did you know that Kevin Byard was a Wildcat quarterback in high school? <laughs> Sorry, middle school. Uh, Packers and going to Washington. Uh, Kirk Cousins always gave the Packers fits when he was there, but he's not there anymore. Redskins he's did not gonna... look super great. Oh, I mean, he already did. Oh, he already did, yeah. But, uh, but for the Packers, I mean, Rodgers coming out today and saying that there's a chance it could get worse, I mean – like we're in we're in some dicey territory here. I mean, yeah, what but, kind of news is that? There's a chance it could get worse. Of yeah, just yeah. look at him play. He can't even put pressure on it. They're like, it, there's of course there's a chance yeah. it could get worse. He could take one wrong step and it could go all go to shit. I but, thought he looked all right. I think he'll be okay. I think he looks I'm fine. Dead yeah, I mean, I think he'll be all right too. I think it's a thirty burger. This is a thirty burger week it's for a 30 him. Burger. Yeah, this could be a big one. I'm playing so, against him in a bunch of leagues, so, so I really so hope that's wrong. So do you like um, like Geronimo Allison this week? Uh, I wouldn't play at this point in the year. I believe that you have better options than Geronimo Allison. Yeah, yeah, I, I like him. Until I like him we in start daily to though. Get into the dog days of the buys and stuff like that. Right. Like, let's just say you unfortunately have a, you know, a team where you're gonna have like two of your usual suspects on buy. Yeah, Panthers have a buy week four. That's where I'm gonna throw in my Geronimo Allison. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. I think uh, Chris Thompson and Jordan Reed until maybe if. Both of them get hurt, or one of them, they're matchup proof. Yeah, Chris for sure. Thompson well, is the, the best. Washington yeah, already has a has a running back injury concern. Uh, Rob Kelly's going to the IR. Yeah, wow. They announced it today, which is just brutal for not fat Rob P. Ryan. Yep, maybe it might finally be time. Uh, Eventually, Colts, he always finds his way. Yeah. <laughs> Colts, Eagles, uh, Scott. You talked about Wentz, Aguilar. Unless you're super loaded at wide receiver, I feel like Aguilar is a must start. Yeah. I'm starting Aguilar over a lot of guys in the leagues that I have him. I'm trying to trade for him, like I was saying last week. I think he's awesome. He's in an incredible spot this week. They signed week. Jordan Matthews today. Yeah, which, well. is, yeah. which is a great signing. It's a pretty good signing. If, right? if, if he can stay on the field. He probably Aguilar can. still only $6,600 on FanDuel, which um, is a steal. How about that the reports from the offensive coordinator saying that Jay Ajay is like pretty uncertain, leaning towards not playing this week? Yeah, I actually almost good for picked. Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood because Sproles is also I mean, up too. This is a huge spot for Corey Clement yeah. if he if he is if Ajay is out. I mean, Corey Clement everywhere in yeah, every format in, in all daily. It's especially scary because he could take the job. He can against could against Durb. Indy he too. Could yeah, it's a great it's a great matchup. Yeah. So uh good luck to him. Yeah. Um yeah. hopefully Ajay plays. <laughs> yeah. Bills, Vikings, uh also sorry, if ahead. Ajay plays and you have other really good options. I'd bench Ajay. I would bench Ajayi because they're so comfortable with giving him, you know, such a limited role yeah. and keeping him out there. If you play Ajay this week, if he plays, I feel like you're just praying for a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the Ajayi MO right now anyway. Yeah. He's not getting over 20 touches, yeah. so it's like 
He I, got seven yeah. carries last week. Yeah, and he got 15 the yeah. week before. Thank you for putting off us talking about the Bills for at least a few more seconds, Tom. Uh, for the Vikings, you roll everybody out here. It's pretty simple. Diggs isn't going anywhere. Thielen's not going anywhere. I'm, I'd be tempted to start Latavius Murray where I have him if if Dalvin Cook definitely isn't going to go. I'm I'd be tempted to, get... to start him anyway in a weird yeah. way because like, if this game really does get away from them, then why put Dalvin Cook out there right. if he's yeah. nicked up? Yeah. Uh, for the Bills... I'm benching LaShawn McCoy. He's got a rib injury. He's also got another affidavit out in his name. Um, it's getting a murky again for him. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what goes on, I guess, but it's just not looking good for him. I'm starting to, to get start nervous about the Bills being so bad that like these really good teams, you re- you might not be able to get these monster games. Like You might not be able to get a monster Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen game. You'll get one out of the defense if playing them. they're just getting whooped at halftime. You but know? you so, can't sit them. No, exactly. So you're like you could end up getting like a, you know, like a game where Keenan Allen had last week, where you only get six for sixty. You don't get that huge game, but you drafted him at a, you know, right. I need a huge game value. Yep. Alrighty, uh, Raiders Dolphins, sneaky intriguing game. But Raiders again, we talked about them going coast to coast uh, across the time zones. They're losing losing hours of sleep. Dolphins, one of I think the most surprising undefeated team remaining. Um, yeah, and we think Dolphinately. that they have a great. For Shark. Uh, I think they definitely have a chance to emerge from week three with, with without a loss still. Yeah. Um, Stills, I think, is, I think a is a fine play. We didn't mention Cook. him. I think yeah, it's th- another good Jared Cook matchup. Yeah, I think I think with uh, Amari Cooper, he'll get moved all over the field, but um, I've been singing the praises of Xavier Howard. I'm going to continue yeah. to do it. He is a great corner. Yeah. So, I mean, but Amari Cooper did it last week against Denver, so he easily can. But Jared Cook is clearly the number two option in this offense. So if if he starts to get the clamps, they're going to go to Cook, and you've seen it before what it could be. Yeah, so. absolutely. I agree. And Miami was pretty bad against tight ends last year, as yes. I recall. Right, Tom? One oh. of the worst. One of the worst. Oh, yeah. They were in our blind date episode. They're, well, Jared Cook's three matchups last week, I mean, he did okay. He didn't kill yeah. you. But the next two are also the other two worst. So it's oh, all perfect. three in a row. Right. Uh, Broncos-Ravens, this game's going to be a mess. Um, which is exactly how these defenses want to play, both of them. Um, Are you excited for Philip Lindsay in this one? Not it's a tougher defense. Not really. He's gone for over a hundred yards. This each is going to be a big. This is going to be a big moment for proving how good he's going to be going forward. If he's able to yeah. turn in another good performance here, I, I'm going to wait and see. This on is it. a snap share week for those two. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is a week where either Philip Lindsay gets banged around because he's not big enough or proves that he can run between the tackles and really starts to take over as a lead back, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, favorite player in this matchup easily, though, Emmanuel Sanders. You're not benching him for any reason right now. They've also he's running too hot. They've also given it up to slot receivers yes, thus far. They just did to Tyler Boyd last week. And You're absolutely it's right. It's worth noting that you know, even though – Many people might not think of Emmanuel Sanders as a slot receiver, but that's what he is right now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that's a that's great for his skill set too. Oh yeah, it's better. I mean, it's better for him, right? Uh, Bengals Panthers. I think this might be uh, a tough week for the Bengals offense going to Carolina. I think this is going to be a fine week for Christian McCaffrey. Cam Newton could get could get himself some big rushing numbers uh, this week because the Bengals are still going to be without Vontez Perfect. I think. Devin Funches with uh, Greg Olson out is going to become a weekly 
flex in like your full PPR leagues. Yeah, we saw it happen last year, and that's why he was and so used. He and he looked went, great last week. Yeah, too. I think he went seven for seventy last week too. Saw nine targets. So and I, we obviously saw a huge share go to Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, and yep. that ain't going anywhere. No, you know, it is not. One of the things that you know I was thinking about with like Saquon Barkley, like. Yeah, he got 14 catches, but that's not really what the Giants want to do with him. Like McCaffrey got 14 catches, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, keep doing that," you know. So it's like something to like the the Saquon Barkley 14 catches, like you said last week, Tom. There's some good and bad to that with the 14 catches from McCaffrey. It's just all good. Absolutely, McCaffrey played an insane share of the snaps. Yeah, didn't C.J. Anderson lose a fumble in the in the Falcons game too? Like that's that's not what McCaffrey played ninety four percent of the snaps. Yeah, there you go. Oh my, yeah. So perfect. Which is more than everyone basically. Besides, like the O linemen who don't. Uh, like, only, yeah. The only person who had the only running back who had as many like percentage wise snaps was Zeke Elliott. Okay, and the NFL. he literally can't come off the field for the Cowboys. So. No. Uh, Giants, Texans, couple of desperate teams, basically losers out of the playoff picture, like we said before. Uh, which, even even without the desperation factor that Tom and Scott already shot down as an idea, um, this is still going to be a good matchup, I think, for all high end fantasy assets. Yeah. Lamar Miller, DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson. I'm still rolling all of them out. I think it could be an uggo, but I'm hoping that it's not going to be there. Both teams haven't really been that good this year, and typically when that happens, even though it, it could lend itself to being a high-scoring game, it typically ends up disappointing. I don't know. I feel like the Bengals, like every, in the years that the Bengals are bad, when they play other bad teams, those games always ended up in the 30s. So that's kind of like what I'm seeing from The Bengals are good at being bad. Yeah. Well, the Giants are getting pretty damn good at it, too. <laughs> well, they certainly have a lot of experience by now. Jaguars-Titans, two unbeaten teams in the AFC South enter. Only one will leave unless the, we have our third tie in a row. Uh, or Sorry, our this third week in a row pick. with a tie. This, this is, is it. This is my tie pick. That's it would one. be a good one. It would be a very good one. Um, I, I don't Another know. Another I mean, interdivisional tie, too. Yeah, if, exactly. If Mariota doesn't go, or we, we can't start Corey Davis again, right? We said the same thing last week. Well, no, this yeah. is it's last the year, worst Last week they scored touchdowns imagine. with a fake punt and a Taewon Taylor bubble screen. I could see like uh, so Derek Henry being an interesting contrarian play this week in like uh, in daily because he's got to be really intrigued. It have to be a fifty thousand person tournament for me. And <laughs> yeah, but like they're gonna they don't have anything else, and he's big <laughs> enough to take a pounding. So I feel like he he could. Yeah, Deion I think Lu- you could Deion see Deion Lewis will be lucky to leave this game with his head intact. I think you could see a lot of Deion Lewis in this game actually could, just yeah. to skirt the. The troublemakers up there. And, uh, yeah, you can't play Corey Davis. Not at all. No. I mean, really, think about it. Yeah. The clamps. All right, thought about it. No. Uh, 49ers Chiefs. Tom, you mentioned Jimmy G. Definitely startable. You're starting Mahomes. Like, there's there's no... Yeah, you're trading I, your other quarterback, too, yeah, if you have yeah, one. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he is now the highest-priced quarterback on FanDuel. Wow. At 9, uh, he's, I think, 8,800. Rodgers is 86. Wow. That's uh, awesome. So, yeah, that's great. Good for him. Um. You know Tyree Kill. I'm interested in Sammy Watkins this week. I think I'm paying for Tyree Kill in in daily. He's um, actually cheaper than Odell. I think that he could do some serious burning yeah. of the uh, of the 49ers. And I think him and Watkins, I, like the Kelsey matchup, doesn't scare me at all. No, nope. Kareem Hunt's probably going to get some salt away uh, clock. And we said for uh, before for the 49ers, Brita with the injuries to wide receiver, with the game script looking like it's going to be. You know, pass game positive. It's going to be Brita bring the, in the points. Backfield. So yeah. if you're not ready, you're either going to get yeah. blown out and play in comeback yeah. mode, or you're going to have a shootout. 
Chargers at Rams, Rams at Chargers. I mean, who really cares? But Which they're one playing is it each technically? other. Technically, it is Chargers at Rams. So oh, they're yeah. not playing in the, Rams in the soccer stadium. <laughs> um, but the Rams, I mean, I think that, you know, if you want to roll out Goff, if you want to roll out Cup, if you want to roll out Cooks, obviously you're rolling out Gurley, you're fine. Yeah. Woods, I think, is a fringe guy for sure. Um, he's basically TD or bust at this point. I mean, they're all seeing nine targets, and you can't really get that anywhere else. So yeah. I get it if you want to play Robert Woods. They're yeah. like all completely solid flex plays anytime yeah. you want. Yeah. And uh, for the Chargers, I mean, Melvin Gordon's going to be a big factor. This could be a sneaky Austin Eckler game too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, for the two same reasons that I like Deion Lewis in yeah. the last matchup. It's right. Really- it's, uh, it's interesting. This is like a, you know, uh, I know Tom's shut down Phil, and he could easily blow up. But this is one of those weird types of games where Phil could also live in the second half and throw for like 400 yards. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. I mean, there was a game last year against the Broncos when the Broncos defense was really rolling, and Phil came out and threw touchdowns on their first three drives and had a great fantasy performance. He rules. So it, it could happen in any way with Phil, and that's kind of the problem is when he gets these good defenses, it's either nuclear or he – Rises to the occasion. Yeah, exactly. But you got to agree that there are some good quarterback options. Oh, there's some great ones and some other ones that I would definitely consider before Phil. Uh, Cowboys, Seahawks. uh, I think this is a great Zeke week. This is a really confusing game to try and make heads or tails of. Like, it's it's going to win. I do want to mention that this is the week that Will Disley uh, falls falls from the throne. Really? You think? I mean, it's good. It's a good tight end uh, team, the Dallas Cowboys. It's yeah. a better coverage team than they get credit for, and it's actually a better run stopping team than they get credit for. Yeah, right. And the Seahawks are not wheeling and dealing right now. Maybe Tyler Lockett can beat them deep, but they haven't even let up a 100 yard game to right. a receiver yet. So it's really not. I don't even think they've let up an 80 yard game to a receiver yeah. yet. Wow. Um, so it's going to be a tough one. I don't think Will Disley breaks the mold here. Uh, I think if you at, finally added him, you're like, okay, wow, he's going crazy. I have to add him. Yeah. Uh, next week. Yeah. It's like if you believe that, yeah, he really might. But I, I don't think this is the week. Uh, if you watch Monday Night Football, you know they didn't really look all that great. They looked horrible. And uh, not that the Cowboys are amazing or anything, but I think this is one that they can get over on them. Yeah. The Cowboys have sneakily even had the Seahawks number since the Seahawks were good and yeah. the Cowboys yeah. were so so. Right. Bears Cardinals. Uh, this is going to be a, a this is this is the week and you don't even have to pay up for them as Tom pointed out the Bears defense needs to be in your daily lineup. Yeah. It does not matter. Like if you want to go Vikings against the Bills instead, I get it. I really but like I Trey mean, Burton here. Yeah. Especially because Robinson is definitely going to see Patrick Peterson so right. he's going to be in trouble. Anthony Miller is an interesting play too. He scored. He scored. Yeah, so he's a, he's an interesting play to try maybe score again. Howard Howard's a good look. He's too. he's getting less targets than Taylor Gabriel right now, which it is the thing that goes against Miller. The the common wisdom coming into the season, or the hope at least, was that he would supplant him. Yeah. And right now they're kind of living together, which is not fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're Bert and Ernieing, and we don't like Bert that. and Ernie. Bert and Ernie, they're living together, and they're they're boys. Yeah. <laughs> but Can, like Bert and Ernie, like B U R T O N Ernie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. name. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Forget it. Because um, they snowboard. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots. Ray no, Burton. I know. <laughs> Patriots Lions. Burton is a snowboard uh, company. I believe uh I believe Belichick like usually eviscerates Matt his Patricia revenge assistants. game. Oh, the ultimate revenge against the the uh the tutor, the mentor. The daddy. 
Guys, have you seen the Lions? Like, this is not, that's not happening. Oh, it's happening. All right. Oh, all right. Not with that attitude. It's not, but I I'm agree playing everybody in this game. By Matt the way. Patricia doesn't change. Yeah, this the is a great signals. fantasy game. <laughs> yeah. This like, is an there's awesome going to be a lot of game. points. Uh, Galladay, I'm okay with at your flex. Marvin what? Jones is your wide receiver too. Golden Tate is your wide receiver too. It's easier to tell me who you're not okay with in this one. Yeah, Theo for Riddick, sure. for sure, I'm in on. Yeah, I'm not okay with <laughs> Dwayne Allen. It's easier to tell me who you're not okay with. Theo Riddick, for sure, I'm <laughs> in on. <laughs> I like most of the Pats too. Yeah. Should I go through them? Nah. Brady. Oh, <laughs> Gronk. Brady's still there. <laughs> Hollister. Uh, Back up that end. Steelers, Bucks. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to play well for a third week in a row on Monday night, isn't he? Deshaun Jackson got to start him now? On the grandest stage Deshaun of Deshaun Jackson got to start him now. Absolutely. Can the Steelers emerge You guys from, have him anywhere? I don't have him anywhere. Deshaun? Yeah. No, he's available in some of my leagues, too. I'd yeah, play me him. too. Yeah, really? Wow. All right. I'm, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Well, Tyreek anyway, scored. He did. Um, but anyway, uh, no Le'Veon Bell. I mean... Are we are we all in agreement that he's uh, that he's not coming back until week nine? I'm not trying to make heads or tails Ten. of what he's going to do. Eleven, I have no 12, idea. 13, 15. Who knows? Who knows what yeah. he's going to do? So J- I don't. Until then, James Conner, man, he's he's James gonna Conner get for fed. life. He's still. By the way, he had eight carries in week two, and he still leads the NFL in carries. <laughs> Hashtag stats. <laughs> That's he's awesome. got 39 carries. He yeah. should have a big week. Um, Evans is gonna Evans is gonna eat. Big time. And he's cheaper than Odell Beckham Jr. Cheaper than Odell Beckham. My plum pick, Evan Evans. Mike Evans. (laughs) (laughs) You got it, Tom? Another sleeper. Thanks. Evans is also below (laughs) Keenan Allen, Devontae Adams, and Adam Thielen. He is two hundred dollars more than Juju Smith Schuster and Brandon Cooks. Well, Juju's got a great matchup too. And he's been playing great. Disrespect though. I don't know, man. It's Only not really... eight thousand? Come on. Yeah, but with Antonio Brown crying this week, oh, he's man. back at practice. By the way, today we should mention. Right. Um, what a non-story. Yeah, of like, course. What a non-story to get us to to Thursday night. Well, it did you piss know? me off, but oh, of course. <laughs> he's what doesn't a- Antonio Brown's going to go nuts this yeah, week for sure. Absolutely. I can't out imagine of his him mind. not having an amazing. It's going to be like fourteen for. Like one sixty and two. They're playing for his like happiness. They're playing for their. They're <laughs> playing for their season. Yeah. If they come out of week one. three, oh two and one, like they're done. They could be last in the NFC North if the Browns take care of the Jets, which we know they won't. Jets oh. rule, baby. <laughs> oh right, um, that's right. Sometimes I forget you guys are Jets fans. Uh, that's gonna do <laughs> so it. Do I? <laughs> yeah, I'm really not a good Jets fan though. I mean, I'm I'm literally told somebody I'm rooting for the Saints and the Packers this year. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a fan of both of them. Who cares? Um, that's gonna do it for us. We hope everybody enjoys the games. Let us know your start sit questions. You can tweet them at us. Tweet them at us. Uh, I'm just gonna say we're not answering DMs anymore. You gotta tweet them at us. If you DM that's it, fine. you're gonna your answer is gonna be send us a screenshot as a tweet. And well, we they're will already sending it. us a screenshot. But, well, just send whatever. Send you, a tweet. Yeah. Instead. Send of, a real tweet. Yeah. That's all. Send a real. Send a real boy tweet. The same thing you do, we, just in and a if you're that different that's, way. That's if you're that <laughs> concerned about being anonymous about Long your questions, hold, copy, <laughs> compose tweet, paste, send tweet. Sure, um, but you can also just do the Instagram Q and A that we do. Uh, we usually start that right around noon, or do we start that a little earlier? Earlier, because noon is uh, that's time crunch. I yeah. think I started it around ten last week. Oh, okay, around so, noon we got like you know a hundred lineups we got to be checking. We around noon, sure I'm picking up the go. wings to bring over to Scott's house. 
But uh, but yeah, so we'll be there on Instagram, straight flexing. Woo woo woo. At Ruts FF. We're on Twitter at Ruts FF. Scott is woo. at Wags FF. <laughs> Tom is at Hillier FF. I am at Why So Serious. Enjoy the games. We'll be back to recap week three on Tuesday. Until then, keep scoring. <laughs> <laughs>